We're talking with John Gurton. He's one of the most amazing guitar players you're ever going to hear. I guess a lot of folks have heard you over the years. Thanks for talking with us, John. My pleasure, Fulton. Let's give people a little background in history. You've been here in, in the Nevada City, Grass Valley area for how long? When did you move up here? I came here, I think, in 1981. Before that, was it the Bay Area or where? Uh, I lived in the Bay Area from about 1969 till 77 or something. I seem to remember you playing in a band that Dan Hicks had. That was a pretty legendary thing, Dan Hicks and his hot licks. Yes, I joined that band around, I think around 69 or 70, and I was in it for two or three years, and it broke up. It was a great band. It was. How did you come to be part of Dan Hicks' Hot Licks? Um, well, I was teaching guitar in a music store in Mill Valley where I lived. It was near my house. It was called Prune Music, and I used to teach guitar in there, and I worked in the store and stuff, and there was this guy named Mark Yednick, I think, came in, and he heard me play a few times, and he said, boy, you'd be perfect for this band, Dan Hicks and the Hot Licks. And I'd never heard of him or anything, but this guy, Mark, um, took me over to Dan Hicks's houseboat, and I played for him over there, kind of an audition, I guess. Then I went to a couple of their gigs and heard him play, and I really liked their music, and I liked the girl singers, who I eventually married one of them, and um, I got in the band, and it was, I joined the band um, right before the first tour, first nationwide tour, I think that was 69 or 70, I can't really remember, but, you know, we went all over the place, and pretty entertaining. That's about the time that Dan was really hitting it big and, and making a name for everybody. Yeah, well, we were on the Billboard charts. They had come out with that album, Where's the Money? And they didn't have a guitar player at that time. And uh, they recorded that Where's the Money album live at the Troubadour in L.A. And so they hired me to be the guitar player for the tour. So I did that, and that was the first real tour I'd ever done. Aside from in my earlier days, I played a few military bases with rock bands, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and that was quite an experience for me. What was your early experience in music? I mean, how did you become a guitar player? Through your family or just the desire to be a rock kid in the 60s or how? How did that all come about? Well, I started out, let's see, playing clarinet when I was eight years old. Before that, we always had pianos in the house. My mother was a really good pianist. She had perfect pitch and she played organ in the church and played a uh, for square dancing on the piano, and she was always had gigs and stuff. I played clarinet, I guess, up until I was in high school. And then when I was about 13, I started playing tenor sax. And I didn't start playing guitar until I was 18 years old. You know, I rented a old harmony guitar from a music store. And, and then after I graduated high school and turned 18, I got in this fraternity club at the junior college I went to in Glendale, California. And there was a guy in that fraternity in the same year as me, and he played guitar. He had a Fender Jazzmaster. And these two guys came in from Fresno that played all the Venture songs to play for one of our parties. And I just love surf music. That's, you know, an instrumental 
twangy guitar music. And so that's when I got a guitar. Right about that time, I rented a guitar, and this other guy that played guitar in there kind of showed me how to play a little bit. And for the first year or so, I couldn't play any chords. All I could play was leads. So we started a little surf band. So you did it backwards. Don't most people learn chords first and then get to the lead? Yeah, um, it was different for me, maybe because I, I played ukulele also when I was a kid, like in grammar school, and so I could pick out melodies on it. I've always been able to play melodies on anything. <laughs> I could play quite a few instruments if I wanted to. Well, you've always had a different approach, I think, to guitar playing than most guitar players. So you weren't like a Jimmy Page or, or Pete Townsend Thrasher from the 60s. And I think this explains it a lot, that just the fact that you started playing lead before you started playing chords. Uh, it could be. When I moved to the Bay Area, to Mill Valley, about 68 or 69, before that I'd been playing in rock bands in L.A., I met a guy at the music store where I worked named Ray Scott, who is still living, and he lives in San Francisco. And we started a little band that played in bars around there and stuff. And at that time, I um, discovered a couple of guitar books. One of them was Sal Salvador's Single String Studies, a lot of S's there, and also the Mickey Baker guitar books. So I started practicing about eight hours a day. And this was before I got into Hot Lick, so I was pretty nimble with my fingers back then. I was probably about, what was I, 25 or 26 years old? I can't remember exactly. So when I got in the hot licks, I fit in because I could play those fast tempos and stuff, you know. That's when I really started learning to play the chords and everything, and you know, which now I'm much better at chords than I am at lead. I've gotten to see you recently. You've been out. I saw you play with uh, Peter Wilson uh, a couple weeks ago. You can play with anybody. You can play with somebody doing folk or blues or rock or just about anything. Is there any style that you can't adapt to and conquer? Well, I can't play classical because I don't read very well. And I'm still learning how to play jazz, you know, which is probably my favorite music to play. What are your, some of your favorite jazz guitars? Well, of course, Wes Montgomery, um, Jim Hall is one of my big favorites. Um, let's see, Joe Pass. And I liked some of the early stuff with Eddie Lang, and and another great one was George Barnes. I like all those guys. Yeah. We're talking with John Gurton, one of the fantastic guitar players in our area for a long, long time. John, just like all of the other musicians in our area, a couple of years ago, this thing called COVID came our way. How did that affect you and your life and your career? Well, I didn't work for a year and a half, probably. I've tried to practice for a while, and I just, it was kind of depressing, you know, because I didn't know if I'd ever play any again. And at my age, if you don't keep doing it, you lose it pretty fast. So I was kind of, was depressing, and I didn't know if I'd play, but somehow I've gotten it back. It's uh, It's been a long haul, though, and now it looks like there's this new Delta thing coming, and so I don't know what's going to happen. Well, you're comfortable playing in outdoor gigs, I would assume. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I do some, some indoor gigs. You know, I, I've been vaccinated doubly, so yeah. ho hopefully I'll get a booster when the Moderna one comes out. We were talking earlier about just continuing your chops and continuing picking and using your fingers and stuff. And you were saying at this wonderful age that we have reached now, this mature age, 
there's a level of pain that comes with playing nowadays. That's true. I have uh, kind of arthritic hands and, you know, I do a few hand stretching exercises and stuff. But, you know, it's just not the same as when I was young and nothing hurt and I could play for hours and hours. Now I can't play as long, but I still love it. I just love playing music, you know. Is there a trade-off between pain and pleasure? Because you get, there's the pain of playing, but then there's the pleasure you get from playing as well. Well, I don't stop playing because of it. I mean, I, if I did, I'd quit, you know. So I guess the pleasure of it's better. It's just what I do, you know. I, the only other thing I do, I can repair computers. Well, we're talking with John Gurdon. What do you have planned for the rest of 2021? We have uh, Peter and I and Joe Craven and Daryl Anger have a big concert coming up in the middle of October at the Nevada Theater. That sounds like a classic all-star event. Yeah, that's going to be fun. And uh have another gig with those guys uh, in Sacramento at a club. I've got a few gigs with Peter. We're talking about Peter Wilson. Peter Wilson, yeah. right. And um, I, it's been rough. One of my best friends, Bill Douglas, is very ill, and I played with him for about 15 years. One of the best bass players, string bass players in the country, really. He can't play anymore, really. He can play a little bit, but... Uh, I did a gig a few weeks ago with Gary Regina and Jerry Pineda playing bass, which was fun. So hopefully a little more of that. If people wanted um, to uh, find out about your gigs and stuff, do you have a website they can go to? I have a Facebook page. Um, it's under, I think, Johnny Guitar Gurton. <laughs> Spell Gurton for them. Uh, G-I-R-T-O-N. It's always enjoyable to see you out with whatever members of the, our musical community that you're playing with, and we certainly wish you the best as we roll through the rest of 2021, John. Well, thank you, Felton. It's been nice talking with you.